You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast, hosted by Craig Forstall. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. I am Craig Forrestall. You might know me from Twitter. It's at that underscore sports underscore guy. But today it is all about former Ohio center Brett Cottrell. Brett, what's going on with you? Not much. Just happy to be here, Craig. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting me get on the show. I appreciate it. Hey, anytime. I'm excited to you know take a few minutes to get to talk to you. And everybody has a story. Your story starts out in Nebraska. So, Brett, first question for you. What's it like growing up in Ashland, Nebraska? <laughs> Ashland, Nebraska is uh, one of the best towns to ever grow up in. Um, it's a little town. It's got like 2,500 people. Um, it's right in between Lincoln and Omaha, the two biggest cities in Nebraska. But uh, there's just a love for football, small town football where I'm from. My dad was the head football coach for a few years uh, back in Ashland. And, you know, I kind of just grew up around the game um, and I have, you know, lifelong buddies back in Ashland. I got married in Ashland. Um, so there's just a lot of memories there. Um, definitely have awesome roots have. Um, yeah, they just they kind of introduced me to the game of football. Um, and I absolutely love Ashland, Nebraska, for sure. And Brett, you grew up in a football family. Your dad played at Nebraska. Your brother Bryce plays at Ohio. Your brother Bo played at Nebraska. Your brother Blake played at Tulsa. Talk about how competitive those backyard games were and what it was like growing up in a football family. Yeah, um, <laughs> there was definitely some competition going on uh, every single day growing up in my household. Um, we would have, I would say about every single day after school, if it was reasonable weather, <clears throat> we would have just every neighborhood kid, it seemed like, in our front yard. We grew up with a big front yard um, and we'd have football games every day after school, um, tackle, of course, um, and just kind of just all began to love that game and just everyone in our town kind of um, started to get into um, just being a football town. And so my brothers obviously have uh, helped push me. My oldest brother, Blake, was a great example of what a hard work ethic is. And he kind of led the way for um, me and my other brothers. Uh, he went to Tulsa, played receiver there. And then the one right above me, Bo, um, I was able to play with him for one year in high school and he he was our fullback, starting middle linebacker, captain, um, and it was awesome to play with him. He was <laughs> – they're both just about as competitive as it gets, and there's me, um, obviously, being in the middle of five. And then I have Bryce, who's out here now. It's, it was awesome to play with him again. He's, um, he's the type of guy who wants to um, earn a name for himself because he's been able to watch Blake, Bo, and myself go on and play in college, and he's here now, and he wants to – kind of pave his own path uh, by having a great college career as well. And then I've got a little brother who's 12, who probably will be the best out of all of us. Um, so there was just a lot of, there's a lot of competition, but there's a lot of good support there too. We uh, definitely root each other on and, uh, 
you know, hope the best for each other for sure. And then Brett, you also competed in track and field during high school. Discuss those accomplishments in all the sports you played growing up. Yeah, track and field, um, I got to say, is up there with how much I love football. I lo- absolutely love uh, track. Track. We grew up right across the street from a track where I, in Ashland. Um, the, the practice field and the track is right across the street from our house. And um, so we, for fun, we would go out and we'd throw the shot put in the discus. Um, we'd have competitions uh, on the track. We'd just do different things. Um, and so I grew up kind of around that sport. And so my dad was a thrower in high school, loved it. My two older brothers were throwers. And so I grew up just loving to throw. Um, I was able to have some good success in track, um, won a few state medals and um, just enjoy it. And to be honest with you, it's one of the sports that I absolutely love and would love to hopefully coach one day. Um, and so, yeah, so, I mean, track was track, track, honestly, also helped me get recruited for football just because it is a great test of explosiveness and just power. And, you know, if you're on the track, pure, just speed. And so track, track has been awesome. I know the people in my family love track and, um, you know, growing up, growing up like that has, uh, has been really cool. And then Brett, let's transition. What was the football recruiting process like for you? Yeah, the recruiting process is um, definitely a whirlwind when you're going through it as a, you know, sophomore, junior, senior in high school. I was actually fortunate enough to be recruited at a decently young age in high school. Um, I believe I got my first offer as a sophomore. And um, I, I got a few injuries in high school, kind of hindered my recruiting, but I, I eventually got an offer from Minnesota. I was committed to Minnesota um, under... Uh, coach clays and his staff for about six months and then i had been offered by ohio and i'd been offered by central florida and a few others and right before signing day they had switched their coaching staff and i was uh, had to make the decision to decommit um i just uh didn't feel like it was the right fit at that point and so i took official visits to central florida with coach frost when he was there and then coach Solich here at Ohio and kind of last second, I made my decision here to come to Ohio and have a, have a good career here. I love the coaching staff. Coach Johnson was the O-line coach uh, my freshman year and coach Solich, coach Albin, uh, coach Jimmy Burrow actually is the one who recruited me from Nebraska. And so that was a, it was definitely a whirlwind, but absolutely no regrets coming here um, and picking this school to, just spend my college playing days. And, um, but yeah, recruiting process, definitely a whirlwind. And then you played in 10 games as a freshman and then spent the rest of your playing time at garden center, starting at both for your remaining years at Ohio. Brett, can you talk about your guard center versatility? And if you prefer, excuse me, if you prefer one position over the other. Yeah. So um, I came in, never really thinking I would play much center. I came in as a freshman and I played 10 games at guard. And that was just kind of the spot that I was going to thought I was going to be at for, for my time here. And then the next year we had our, an awesome center graduate. And so I was bumped over and started at center for the season. And I actually became, you know, I began to love that position as well. The interior line, 
um, which I know that position very well because I've played them all. Um, but I just think that my mindset was wherever, you know, they saw me helping the team the most, whether it was at guard, whether it was at center, if I had to switch or if somebody went down and they needed to bump me at center, I could do it because I knew the calls and I knew how to snap the ball and um, different things like that. I just thought that was the great versatility for me to be able to help the team wherever, wherever they needed. Um, and then this past year, so my junior year, then I was bumped back, back out to guard, started the season at guard. And then this, my senior year, <clears throat> I played center, started center. And to be honest, I think my strength is at center. Um, I just believe that I can, I have the ability to identify defenses and make those calls and communicate that to the rest of the line. Um, but obviously, like I said, wherever a team would need me, I am willing to play guard or center because I do believe I have that versatility. Um, and so it's been, I think that's been awesome, kind of a blessing in disguise, having to play both of those positions and have to play them well to earn those spots. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a good thing for me to play those. And now, Brett, describe your leadership style and the responsibility of being a team captain. Yeah, I would definitely say my leadership style is lead by example, do the right thing type of guy. Um, you know, when you're going through the captain process, you kind of have to uh, just kind of reflect on, you know, you have to apply for it and everything like that. And um, when I was voted as a captain, I just, I'm absolutely vocal and can be vocal when I need to be, because I think that's part of being a leader. But I, I just felt like the way I was able to accomplish things in the classroom, so off the field, stay out of trouble off the field and then lead on the field, you know, lead at workouts in the morning. I think I represent what it means to lead by example and for guys to follow me because they understand that I'm going to do the right thing and that I'm not going to lead them astray. And then they can trust me when times get tough that I'm going to continue to, to do the right thing. Um, being a team captain, obviously you have to carry yourself to that standard. You, if you're a captain, you're going to represent this team. You're you're the representation of that team. And so if, um, if I'm held to that standard, I have to be able to uh, do the right things when the pressure is on, I have to, you know, carry myself to a standard that would be honorable for the team to look at and just say, Hey, this guy represents what Ohio university football is all about. And uh, we're going to get behind that guy. And so I, I believe that's who I was. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be a captain for this team. You also received an invite to the College Gridiron Showcase, one of the few pre-draft All-Star Game events this year. Brett, what did it mean to get the invite, and how was the experience? Yeah, that was that was definitely a, a blessing to get that invite. I just I was a little bit uh, – I just didn't know if I was going to get an, uh, an invite, and I was actually able to get a couple of them uh, from the Tropical and then from the CGS, but it meant – a lot to understand that I was on the radar for teams and that teams had seen me. Um, the experience was absolutely amazing. I absolutely give credit to the people who put on that event because it is such an awesome event to get some exposure. Um, I was able to interview with some teams. I was able to get some good measurements and just meet guys who are going through the same process as I am. And so it, it meant the world to kind of go through that and to kind of kickstart this pre-draft journey and um, just kind of get my name out there for teams to recognize me and hopefully eventually pick me up at some point.
Brett, how are you currently training for your NFL future? Yeah, so so the training aspect is my full-time job right now, that's for sure. Um, I, I'm able to train actually here with the staff at Ohio. I was, I was, my agent and I were going back and forth and talking about where the best is, but to be honest with you, the guys who have worked with me for four years that I've been here know me the best, and they've trained the guys to make it to the level that I'm aspiring to make it to. And so I have, um, I have awesome strength coaches and speed coaches training me here. Um, it's obviously a lot of work early mornings, um, getting that weight session in and then obviously getting my speed and skill work done. It's, it's a full-time job. I've got a nutritionist helping me along the way, making sure I'm maintaining a good body weight and building muscle, losing fat, just different things like that. So I've got an awesome group around me. Um, it's been a blast. I personally just love training. I, I grew up, my dad owns a fitness center. And so I grew up just training. And so I love that aspect of the game. And it, I think this time is just a great time for me to hone in on my skills and just have the best pro day possible. Brett, what are your short-term and long-term football goals? Yeah, short-term, my short-term absolutely would be to continue to progress on the things that will be displayed at Pro Day, have an awesome Pro Day, and to catch the attention of, you know, teams that would want me, the teams that would want to interior alignment um, and just get a chance with that um, as a short-term goal and, and make the most of that opportunity. And then long-term, absolutely, um, to make the most of an opportunity and to continue to, whether that be um, help the team in any possible way, um, just long-term to make a career out of an NFL player is absolutely my dream. Um, whether that be just a practice squad guy who needs to get reps for guys who are playing or whether that be a guy who plays every Sunday, absolutely. I would love, that's my goal is to be a guy who, plays every down for the years to come on Sundays and Monday nights. Um, so that's absolutely a goal. And I'm not going to sell myself short of that goal because that's a dream I have. And I'm, it's at the time in my life where I can go chase that dream and I'm having a blast doing it. And so that's a, that's a goal that I haven't, um, haven't given up on. Absolutely. And then the final football based question that I have for you. Talk about playing for coach Frank Solich and how your time at Ohio has prepared you for the NFL. Coach Solich is the epitome of what an amazing coach is. He, he has been around the game for so long and has so much knowledge and so much um, just leadership. And he, and he knows how to bring a team along to want to play for him. He, uh, Playing for him has just been a dream come true. You know, my dad played for him at Nebraska in the 80s, and I am fortunate enough to play for him, and my little brother is too. Um, he's just – he truly knows what it takes to have a good team to um, – he knows what it takes to push guys to be successful. And um, so with that, Ohio has prepared me in the best ways. We've had an awesome strength coach, Dak Notstein, um, absolutely has – coach some high level guys, train some high level guys. Um, coach Solich has obviously, you know, coached some extremely great players, some NFL caliber players, um, had some great teams. Uh, they know what it takes to make it to that level. And so each day in preparation here, they prepare you for battle of a game. But then once you're prepared for that, 
they've also prepared you for whether it's life or for the NFL, because um, just the mindset of the way they go about their um, the business here at Ohio. And so this university has been amazing. Um, absolutely. Um, the best decision I could have made coming here to play for a coach like coach Solage and uh, the coaching staff. So they have, they have definitely prepared me mentally, physically, um, and just, um, it's been an awesome experience. Now, Brett, we spent a good amount of time getting to know you as a football player. Now I have a few questions to take us away from the game, get to know you off the field. You ready for them? Absolutely. First one I got for you, Brett, what's a song you're embarrassed to admit you like? A song that I am embarrassed to admit that I like. Wow. Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> this is actually funny. Um, my little brother, who who's 12, I said, he, uh, he likes the song. Um, <laughs> and he, we used to dance to it in the car when I would come home on breaks. It's called Feel It Still by Portugal the Man. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely the catchiest song in the world. Uh, and uh, I just can remember us blasting that on the radio, car radio while I'm driving him somewhere and we're both getting down to it. So that's, that's an, it's not super embarrassing because I actually do really like that song. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I would say that song. <laughs> What's your dream vacation? My dream vacation, I would say my dream vacation is, let's see, I would say probably going to the beach. I'm kind of a beach guy. Um, I would say being able to, we, I actually took a mission trip to Puerto Rico this past spring uh, before COVID kind of shut things down. And um, even though it was a mission trip, kind of being on that island and uh, seeing different beaches and eating some of that food, uh, just absolutely incredible food, uh, was a blast. And to be honest with you, that's something that I'd love to do again. Um, and so that's probably probably my dream vacation is going somewhere exotic and just enjoying and relaxing and taking time off of the grind for a little bit. And now, Brett, I saw that you're married. How did you propose? Because I'm not romantic, and I'll, I'll tell you this story now. It, it involves a ham sandwich in the 4th of July. <laughs> so um, my mom and my now mother-in-law, they had, you know, bits and pieces of jewelry or, you know, what have you. They wanted to be included in the ring uh, when I went to get it designed and all that. So um, they they gave me, you know, what I needed to make the, the engagement ring, and I had it made in Chicago because my mother-in-law was still living in Chicago at the time, but I was down here in Florida. So my mother-in-law came down to visit. She brought the ring with her and my wife is an expert gift finder. I mean, like expert, like put it on a resume as a strength, like so good. Um, and so I had to hide it. I actually hid it in the TV stand because I knew she wouldn't go back there. Um, and so I've been hiding it there for about three, maybe four months. And I planned on doing it on the 4th of July under the fireworks. Um, because like one of our first like things that we ever did together when we first started dating was we went to the fireworks. Um, so I was trying to, you know, be sentimental and all that. So it was the day it came, 
the ring was burning a hole in my pocket. She's making a ham sandwich in the kitchen. And I just come up right behind her. We were both in our bathing suits. We got back from the beach and I was on one knee. I proposed to her while we were in our wet bathing suits making ham sandwiches because I just couldn't wait any longer. So Brett, tell me yours is better than that. You know, Greg, I'm not the most romantic human being in the world, and my wife would tell you that. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's a great story, by the way. That's uh, <laughs> it's simple, but it's it's good. Um, I actually uh, I was planning on proposing back in Nebraska in front of you know family and friends who could be there and celebrate with us. Uh, so I bought the ring out here in Ohio. Uh, my wife Ashley actually was taking it. She left a few days early to get back because we had a, I think we had the bowl, a bowl game or something like that. Yeah. We had the Frisco bowl. And so she, I packed deep in my buddy's stuff. He's actually my best. He was my best man, Cole. He packed it in his stuff. So he knew she wouldn't go through it or whatever the ring. Um, so she drove 13 hours with her own ring in the car. Um, <laughs> and so my plan, so you know, my faith and her faith is very important to us. And so I, I did, you know, want to incorporate that in some aspect of my proposal. And so um, we had, it was winter time and there was snow falling and stuff. And we, I have a big yard, like I said, so um, we had strung these lights that had led up to this big cross that was all lit up. Um, and it was just a display in our yard. And so um, we were walking. Actually, I actually had it in my pocket at one of my little brother's basketball game, high school basketball games. Um, and I was planning on walking Ashley home because everyone had left. I was just going to walk her home, walk her up to that thing. And then everyone was kind of hiding in the trees or whatever, um, taking pictures. My brother Bo was taking pictures. And so we had walked. We were walking home. We live, like I said, pretty close to the school. So we were just walking home. I had it in my pocket and I had kind of led her up to that path. I said, we'd strung lights up to that cross. So I led her up there um, and she had no idea. She's like, why are we walking through this? You know, um, And it was pretty cold and I was like, oh no. Um, and so we had gotten up there and then I had, you know, we were kind of in the, the beaming light of the cross right over us and we were below it. Um, and my brother, I knew he was hiding in the bush, taking pictures and you know, I had just looked at her, I held her hands and then I, you know, obviously got down on my knees and proposed. And fortunately she said yes. And she was absolutely shocked. Um, she did not think I was going to propose that night. And it was December 21st. It was a few days before Christmas. And so it was good. It was perfect. It was simple enough for me to not have this elaborate thing, but it was cool enough to where um, she enjoyed it, I hope. And uh, it, it has worked out, you know, because in, like I said, I'm not a romantic guy, but it was, it was good for her. And I believe it was just simple enough for me. Now, Brett, let's talk about your favorite home cooked meal. What's your favorite home cooked meal? Wow. That is an absolutely tough question. Cause I love food. Um, oof, okay. Probably I love, there are two things I love. Um, my mom's homemade pizza she makes. She makes absolutely out of this world pizza that whenever I come home, she usually tries to, to make it and it's insane. Um, and then my wife actually makes this thing called cheeseburger pie and it is a pure comfort food and it is just douse it in ketchup and 
it's got ground beef and onions and everything in it. And it's, that's another thing that I absolutely love to eat. So those would be my two faves. Like, I don't know if I can pick a fave between them. And now final question that we have for you, Brett, if you found a time machine and had your choice of going back in time, 2,500 years and being king of a large country or fast forward 1500 years and live on a different planet what's your decision and why wow um wow 2500 years back um <laughs> i'd probably go back in time um i think it'd be uh it'd be cool i mean obviously i don't really care much about being king of a country that is what it is but i think it'd be cool to uh, tell the people like, Hey, you know what? Uh, I know exactly what's about to happen. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that'd be kind of cool to kind of see that and kind of know what's about to, what's about to go down. I don't know if I would love going 1500 years in the future, living on a different planet because, and everybody I knew would be gone and <laughs> it'd be tough to see, you know, go back and visit those people. So I don't know. I'd probably go back in time. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Brett Cottrell, former center at Ohio University. Pay attention to him as we near the NFL draft. He brings guard center versatility. And like he said, he has a willingness to do whatever it takes to help an NFL, organiza NFL organization reach their goals. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Brett Cottrell. I'm Craig Forrestal. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Hey everybody, Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.